0: Hi, this is Jason, lead pastor at Cather Reliance Church. Uh, this is called Midweek Talks. Uh, during this series, Failures in Faith, uh, we're going through so many chapters in the book of Genesis, Genesis 12 through 50. I felt like it would be appropriate to drop in uh, during the week and do a little teaching, a little sharing uh, on some of the other chapters we're not going to cover on a Sunday morning. So this gives us a little bit more uh, to look at. I've uh, attached some discussion questions in the podcast if you want to go there. I'll put them on the website here shortly also. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this midweek talk. Hey, Casper Alliance Church. It's Wednesday afternoon, and um, I, uh, I'm going to be doing the midweek teaching right now. And frankly, I'm in my office, and there's people in the building, so somebody can walk in and join us. I'm not sure exactly how it'll go down. But I have some notes, and I said on Sunday um, that I'm going to try to come in and do a short teaching. I don't know how long it'll last. It might last 10 minutes, my might last 12 minutes, my might last 6 uh, I just think that there's so much content in Genesis as we go through Genesis that um, that there it takes some time to to continue to fetter out what what I think is important. And again, like I said this last week, uh, my perspective is not always the best perspective. And so what I what I want to do is I just want to continue to give you give some fresh perspective from me each week to hopefully challenge and to continue to have you uh, dig into the scriptures and that's that's the point here is, as we go through Genesis chapter twelve through um, through chapter fifty, we're going to hit a bunch of stories. Stories that, if you've been in church for a long time, you you know. And I'm only going to preach over the top end of it. I'm I'm going to talk about things that impact me, that things that touch my heart, things that I think are challenging, even to my to my own space. And so, what that requires, I think, uh, for a full church to get everything out of a teaching series is for us to. To dig deeper on our own and to hit some other spots and not just focus on Sunday mornings and so um, so I'm gonna keep doing a weekly kind of a midweek talk uh, to work through the next section so this last week we we did uh, Genesis chapter 12 1 through uh, 9 and I'm gonna do uh, just kind of touch on Genesis 12 10 through uh, the end of the chapter which is like 10 verses and uh, just kind of point out a few things that hit me and remind us of what's happening here. Now, remember, the series that we're working through, that we're going to go through for the next 12 weeks or 11 weeks now, is it's called Failures in Faith. And each time we kind of uh, land on a story or hear a story or listen to a story of, of from Scripture about Abraham or Jacob or Joseph, and we kind of work through these, you're going to have these uh, great stories. Uh, uh, examples of what it means to have faith. That's exactly what we talked about last week where where God spoke to, to Abram and said, hey, come with me. Leave all that you know, all that you love, all that you're comfortable in and, and take a step uh, to, uh, into this new place. Go to the land that I tell you. Leave everything behind and go to this place. I will show you where it is and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. And, and out of your line will come blessing to the nations, to the world. And so it's a great example of, of Abram taking a step of faith. And we, we celebrate that idea of faith, but just as the story gets going, just as, as Abram leaves, just as, as he steps into Canaan, things happen, life happens. And so I think that's important. We can't cover the whole thing on a Sunday morning. So we just have to have the space, I think, uh, for me to share and for you to think through and, and even to just Uh, at home talk about and that's the idea here take some time at home and and read through it take some time with your family and read through it Uh, and and I'll put out some discussion questions I think that you can have at home Um, I don't know if I'll attach it to this or if I'll put it out there on the web not quite sure uh, the best way to engage that at this point uh, where everybody can grab it It might come in an email and so anyway I'm gonna continue to work over the next three months and probably into our future uh to to give some a midweek connection point uh because i think that's good for the church i think it's good for our church i think it's good to help you engage as a family so anyway let me read let me read these next 10 verses to you from genesis 12. uh this is right after right after a uh, guy called abram out and then abram started to leave and he uh he built the altars and he was worshiping and and uh, he was following and we're celebrating his faith we're talking about faith and worship and, and I even said on Sunday that that's kind of the origin point of God forming us as his people but here listen to what happens next verse 10 of Genesis 12 now there was a famine in the land so Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there but the famine was severe in the land when he was about to enter Egypt Egypt he said to Sarah his wife I know that you are you that you are a woman beautiful in appearance Her sake he dealt with well with Abram, and he had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord afflicted Pharaoh and his house and great plagues because of Sarah, Abram's wife. So Pharaoh called called Abram and said, What is this you have done with me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she was my sister? So that I took her for my wife. Now then here is your wife. Take her and go. And Pharaoh gave men orders concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. Uh, just as Abram is stepping out in faith, life happens. Verse 10 says there's a famine in the land. And, and the, the reality of the situation is is, I think this is something that we can grab a hold of and say, We might be journeying well, doing well, walking well, things are going well, and then life does happen. There's always a crossroads. There's always a thing where you get to choose whether to live out by faith or self-preserve. And this is exactly what Abram did. He was preserving his own self. Like He was so nervous about self-preservation that he deviated almost immediately after building altars to the Lord to go somewhere else that God told him, That wasn't the location so God said go to this place or I will reveal to where you're supposed to go and Abraham said well there's famine in the land I'm gonna sojourn elsewhere I have a better idea I have a way in which I feel like I'm gonna be comfortable so even leaving his own comfort even walking away from all that he had before stepping out in faith it didn't take very long for him to go eh, let's change the plan a little bit to where I feel better about it and they go down to Egypt they go down there to to try to Preserved because where he was sent or where he went wasn't what he wanted. It did, the land wasn't producing, even though he was promised land, even though he was promised uh, a, a big family, even though he was promised blessing. He didn't trust fully, and he failed. Like one step into the journey, he already tripped. And that's a great reminder, I, I think, to me that like no matter how much I, I feel like I'm doing well or following well or, or chasing after Jesus well. I'm always going to trip on something. And it's usually self-inflicted. It's something I, I've said, you know, this is a little bit better than following in faith. And so that's why I think this series is really important for us to capture regularly that there are failures. The great men of faith that we read about in the Bible, they mess up, they screw up, they trip. And in spite of that, God still uses them. I mean, think about this story. Abram took his wife and said, pretend that you're my sister. So it goes well in the, in the scripture says, so it goes well with me. He, he, he said, I don't care about what happens to you. I want to be preserved. I want to be safe. I want to be, I don't want to die. I I think that they'll take care of you, but it's more about me. I want to be okay. So please just pretend let's lie about who we are. Let's lie about who you are so that I am safe. I mean, it, the, the perversion of, of truth. So so that he will be comfortable, so that he will be safe, so that he will be protected. And, I mean, even so, like, who is the guarantee that he's going to be protected? Even though God said, just, like, as the journey started, I am going to make you a great nation. I am going to bless you. I am going to take care of you. I'm going to bless those who bless you. In fact, I'm going to curse those who curse you. What? He, he didn't trust after you know 10 minutes of following the lord he didn't trust it all fell apart that fast pretty interesting and so um we have to i think continue to just like let that soak in and be reminded regularly that that god uses us in our weakness that we don't have to have it all put together now, does that mean that we get to just choose to do what we want and trust that god's going to take care of us i mean no that'd be foolish But I think when God asks us to trust him, to follow him, um, how much are we deviating because we don't really trust him, because we want to self-preserve, because we want to take care of our our own, that we we want to be protected? Um, You know, I was doing this little Bible study on this and just kind of reading through some commentaries and stuff. And one of the commentaries pointed out that one of the ways or a tip to engaging in scripture is to begin to ask questions. Ask the what is happening and why is it happening? And try to figure out the answers. So why, not just the famine, but why do you think Abram was so afraid? And try to, try to not necessarily put yourself in those shoes, but to, to really think, like, why are we told this? Why is Moses writing this story to where we're told about, about this big failure of Abram immediately after starting the journey? Why, why did he tell Sarah to lie? And, and as you think and meditate on those, uh, even when we're reading any scripture, to ask those questions, to try to help us understand on a deeper level, I think it's really good. It's good for us to do that so that we are, are growing and understanding scripture deeper and deeper and deeper. You know, I've read these stories multiple times in my lifetime. And each time I go through them, I learn just a little, a little bit more. Now here in this story, the story never attempts to defend Abram's actions. Never. It doesn't try to defend his decision-making. It doesn't try to 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 to, to make it twisted enough so it's good, so it turns out good. It's not like it doesn't do that. But what it does do is reveal the nature of humanity even while we're deeply following the Lord. So think about this for your own life. And this is, What sort of doubts do you have when you're following the Lord? I mean, we all know that it's not always going to be perfect, that it's always going to be good, that it's always going to be butterflies and rainbows. And inside of that, I think, is where doubt comes in, where you're tempted to take matters into your own hands without seeking after the Lord. Now, what... A good response and not that we're trying to rewrite the story here but a good response from Abram would be like God there's famine in the land what are we supposed to do how am I supposed to take care of my family how am I supposed to take care of my workers how am I supposed to take care of, of I don't understand what's happening you asked me to leave and things aren't going the way that I thought they would could you help what do you want me to do now as the story unfolds it's going to continue to reveal god's hand in all of this but if if abram were to position position himself prior to making the decision to ask god to seek god to seek the lord for help or even for like the help of the heart lord help me to not make a, a decision that's about me here maybe it would have changed the story just a little bit more not sure again the bible is not trying to make any sort of excuse for abram's behavior here he was given a promise he was asked to do something shortly into the journey he deviates on his own accord so i think that this is this is a one of those parts where we where we in the point of the series is we have this uh, juxtaposition between failure and faith and how those two things wrestle each ho- with each other constantly that every time you make a, a step of faith, there's always this thing that's pushing you just a little bit the other direction. And it's usually because of fear. It's usually, well, it's almost always because of fear. Fear of, of whatever, name it. There, we have plenty of things that we're fearful of. In this situation, Abram was fearful of his, for losing his life with the Egyptians. Abram is fearful of not being able to care for his family or even to grow food to provide for his animals. There's famine. And because of fear, we hit that crossroads where we're able to, we just deviate enough to self-preserve. Now, what's the relationship between making wise choices and and living out faith? Well, that's those are the questions, I think, that you wrestle in with the family. So God asks us to be prepared. God asks us to have prudence. God asks us to be disciplined. God asks us to take care of our own, to not blindly run into certain things. But the mistake here is that is that Abram didn't even consult the Lord after worshiping, after leaving his own land. He didn't consult and say, "God, what's happening here?" Or you don't even get it. You don't get uh, the the biblical writers aren't even putting in there that Abram consulted the Lord on on what would happen to his family in Egypt. He just Lays it out. We lied about who Sarah was so we could protect ourselves, protect myself. And so in our household, we have to talk about what it means to live out faith and prudence together. To where we live by faith, but at the discipline of our lives, the ability to make wise choices, the ability to be to have integrity and honesty, like they, they propel our faith. They're not a hindrance to our faith. Faith doesn't mean we put the blindfold on and just walk out into the world and trust that nothing bad's going to happen to us. Faith, Living by faith is trusting that the Lord's hand is on us. But it requires this relational behavior that we have where we, we're consulting, we're asking, we're, 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 we're in constant contact with the Lord as he directs and creates pathways for us. Now, it's not always easy. I think one of the things I keep thinking of is, is like what happens like for sickness, right? Nobody, uh, nobody plans on getting cancer. Nobody plans on, on having terminal illness. Nobody plans on losing a job. Nobody plans on the economy crashing. But our position before the Lord in the midst of those things is what it means to live by faith. I think we have in our church, we have lots of people who have lived that out in front of us, have shown us what it looks like to live by faith in spite of chaos or in spite of a famine. And so they're, they're great examples, and I'm not even going to name names, but they're great examples of, of that combination of living with prudence and faith so that when we may have to make decisions or we come to that crossroads, we're not making decisions out of fear. We're still trusting that God's hand is on us, taking care of us, Providing for us, comforting us, healing us, so that we end up making choices that are honoring to him. Because we're gonna have to make choices every day. This is uh, I mean there's a lot more I could be that could be said, but this is you know 16 minutes, 17 minutes, and I know it's hard to stop and pause and, and watch a midweek talk. So I'm gonna end there. I'm gonna probably attach this to an email again. Sent out to the church um, with some discussion questions on it that you can dig a little bit deeper remember I don't feel like I'm the authority on teaching uh, I get to I get to encourage us and, or try to inspire us to dig deeper to wrestle with things to begin to maybe be more introspective and allow the spirit of God to, to shape and teach us and so um, even though we celebrated last Sunday Abraham's Abram's uh, step of faith, and his response by worshiping now we're gonna how can we learn from his misstep in his failure of, of lying and trying to preserve self or deviating from the path that God asked him to go to to head to Egypt because he was fearful of famine And so uh, I hope that these uh, these some of these words were challenging I hope that they were inspiring I hope that you um, you can you can work through them a little bit and that um, That God continues to stir in you a desire to grow and know him in a deeper way. Have a great afternoon. Talk to you later.